Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John, where we help you with your professional and personal growth, helping you say yes to all the scary stuff. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going good, John. What are we talking about today? There's so many ideas that are swimming in my head and so many questions that have been asked recently mm-hmm. of the two of us, you know, especially as we wind down the year, there's just so many places we can go. So Today is a choose our own adventure for the conversation. Oh man, I love that. I love choosing my own adventure because you never know where you're going to end up. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Actually, you know what, John? I'd love to share uh, something that happened this week that's been on my mind um, in an interesting way. And, I, and I've sort of been absorbing it. So I, I might be actually working through it as we talk live on the podcast. But, right. you know, we're both teaching at school. And uh, one of the assignments that uh, that I asked my students to do as sort of a, a, a course and reflection, because we do reflections mm-hmm. everywhere we go, whether it be year end, month end, weekend. Um, and what I asked is, what was the most difficult part of uh, not just the course, but but their semester and coming to school? And what I uncovered as they submitted their, their one page um, stories, and it was a very personal assignment, was what it's like to be a student. I was able Mm. to transform myself in the eyes of my students, but also uh, being an international student, because I think think 100% of my classes are international. But in the workplace, this same thing happens. So what I'm going to share, what I've been sort of looking at is how does this show up in the workplace and in different cultures? And what my students share, and of course, with, you know, staying confidential is that, you know, being in classes and in a new country is lonely. Mental health is tough. Their Mm -hmm. workload was tough. Learning a different language, learning different cultural norms. uh, All of this is overwhelming for the students. And I was like, Wow. Like, uh, first of all, I'm so grateful that they shared that intimate detail with me, but it really gave me the power to say, all right, how can I, as a boss, as a professor, as a teacher, as a leader, as a podcast host, actually help bring awareness to this in a new way? And John, you have a lot of international students and I know you've gotten similar feedback. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because you know there's so much that we can do in all of those locations to help bring this melting pot of amazing new immigration to Canada, uh, but help people feel like they're at home and that they're bringing their whole selves to wherever they are. Yeah, no, I think you touched on something very important. It's something that's impacting a lot of not just students, but newcomers to the country, right? Like, mm. and, and I've seen that, you know, even with the work I've been doing over the last, you know, since 2015 in and around, you know, getting people into work in this country. Um, you know, the first step, and I think you kind of hit it on the nail, is just be curious, right? Like, mm. just ask the questions, ask them, how are you doing, right? Some of them are... <laughs> they kind of, they don't share that with people. They, you know, unless they're asked, right? Like normally, and you know, for the most part, I think as people, we don't share things until people ask us. And even mm-hmm. if they do ask us, they got to ask us once or twice, maybe three times before we're like, yeah, you know what? This is what's actually going on, right? So creating a safe space where they are not going to feel like they're being judged when you they say something, right? Like, I, I think that's important. And that doesn't matter if you're in school or if you're in the workplace, but just create an environment where you're curious, where you're asking the question. So how's it going? 
I I right. love the simplicity of this, John, and and I love the other extra piece, and I want the, the our listeners to hear this again because it's so important. Ask how you're doing, but don't just mm -hmm. ask once. People will give you the first, you know, surface answer, and you know, look them in the eye and say, you know, really, how are you doing? And this is a time when people are. You know, thinking about their families, this might be a Christmas or a holiday season that they're they're going through without a loved one. You have no idea what people have gone through and just having them feel supported. And if you're in person, if you're in person, here's a really, really uh, powerful tool that you want to use. And as you say those words, look into their right eye, mm -hmm. just look into their right eye with soft eyes. And it, it sounds like, well, Heather, what's that going to do? <laughs> it's going to create a open channel between the two of you in a nonverbal communication path that is so powerful. It will make them take a deep breath. It'll help them feel comfortable and in, in, in a safe space. And that's what we want to create for people, whether it be in school or in work or, or even in your friend group. Like it, even with your family, my goodness, why yeah. did I leave my family out? You know, we're everyone is 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 feeling it right now, and and it just it got activated by the assignment that I gave them, and the true like their heart was poured out on these pages, and I get to see them today or tomorrow, and you know, just give them gratitude for that because this is a real life experience, and 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 they've chosen it, they've chosen it, they planted those seeds, but that is. Uh, it comes with some some other hardships. So, yeah. Listen, it's uh, it's one thing to choose a path, but it's one to think that it's actually going to be more difficult and more challenging than you thought it would be. Mm. And listen, it doesn't matter what journey we go on. You know, both you and I. There's been moments this year where things were like, you know, not always peachy. You know, uh, I forget what the expression is right now, but peach keen. You know, there's moments where things get challenging, right? And you know, we're lucky, like I'm lucky that I have you to bounce things off of, you know, from an ideas perspective. Hey, what do you think? You know, so I have that, right? And I'm mm. fortunate I have that with you. I have that with my wife. I got that with the people around me, even with the kids at dinner time. Um, but some people don't have that. And, you know, going back to what you said, you know, a lot of people who are new to the country, they feel lonely, right? They feel lonely. They're like, yeah. and, and, you know, there, there's that moment, right? Because, you know, you made the investment to come here. You made the investment to leave your home, wherever that home is, to create a better life for yourself. And then you get here and then, you know, what's going to happen is those doubts, those fears are going to pop up. It's like, am I doing the right thing? Right. Mm. I, I, and it's funny you say that because there's a, a friend of mine whose daughter who is who's here now. And, you know, she's originally from one of the islands and she's at that point where, you know, she's fully into her career. She's into her first role in Canada. And she's like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this. This is tough. Like there's, tough. there's commute, there's culture, there's different ways of being. And, you know, what ends up happening is, you know, that thought, you know, I should, should I just go back? Should I just mm. go back home? But this is your new home, right? And, and yeah. here's the implication for all of you that are listening in. This is home, right? Like this is what you've decided to be your home. And there's a reason why you're here. So the other thing I want to add to, you know, what we're talking about here is just go back to your why, mm. right? You know, it doesn't matter if you're in your goal, if you're on a journey, if you're going through something, go back to your why. Why did you make 
this move in the first place, unless you're one of those spontaneous people that just like, hey, let's just go do this, which, you know, I'm kind of like that person sometimes with certain things. But, you know, go back to your why. Why are you doing this? Why are you here? Why did you decide to leave your country to come here to Canada? What, you know, what drew you here? Mm -hmm. And whether it's you came as a student or you brought your family over or whatever that looks like, you know, this is the same experience coming to, you know, leaving your home and then coming to a new place. And there was one share that happened, John, where the person shared in their home country that uh, in, in a school setting, the professors don't ask for feedback and don't mm. have, you know, the group work wasn't the norm. And so they they actually said they had to observe for the first semester before they could catch on. I thought, wow, I've seen that show up in the workplace where people are really quiet or reserved or don't know that they can actually talk or that we want them to talk. So you keep that in mind as you're a leader, as you have you know a, a melting pot of different people coming to your team. Um, they're bringing with them their beliefs and norms from where they live, mm -hmm. and their norms are not our norms. And you won't know what their norms are or how they differ unless you get curious and ask. So you know, just, you can ask that question is like, how is this different than at work at home? How is this different than, you know, uh, what are you observing that's really neat that you've, that you've experienced since coming here? What have you experienced that's totally different? And you had no idea that this is how it was going to be. And you'll, they have answers to all those yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. I saw that right when I was at work and, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, one of the things is just to be curious. So what's it really like, right? What's it like to, you know, and, and here's, you know, some of you might not know, but my own personal story is my parents were immigrants to this country, right? Mm -hmm. They weren't, you know, I wasn't born, like I was born and raised here, but they weren't. And for them, they were new, you know, first generation, uh, you know, immigrants from, from where they came, which was Portugal to Canada. And it was different for them too, right? And so here's the thing. And I just want to share this with everybody. And I think this is incredibly important. And this is one of the things I try to facilitate when I'm in a room with a diverse audience, like connect with other people in the room that are not part of your background, part of your culture. You know, it's it's one thing to be in that safe space where it's like, okay, well, we have the same language, we have the same values, we have the same understanding. I don't think that's where the growth lies. The yeah. growth is in mingling. And actually, that's been, for me, one of the key things is mingling with people from different backgrounds and different cultures and different religions. Just everything, like a giant melting pot. This is what makes Canada so beautiful is that we can connect and integrate with anybody if mm. we want to. Yeah. But the most, you know, even and what I saw with my parents and, you know, for them, they stayed in their own community. Like, you know, it was funny because I'm like, I'm thinking about it now, but there's people in their community that have been here for like 40, 50 years and don't even know how to speak English mm. because there was never a need for it. Right. Like, you kind of, yeah, you kind of think, then, well, like, it's, how it's, do you go 50 years really without speaking English? Yeah. It's really hard. The I, I love what you said is, you know, integrate into the community and get curious. But, you know, one of the exercises that I love to do in any group is find three things that you have mm -hmm. in common. And, you know, if you are a leader of a team, you've just joined a team, um, you want everyone to get to know each other, just give them that exercise and give them 10 minutes of talking. And they will explore, you know, their favorite foods, their favorite travel, their favorite, you know, do they have pets? Do they have kids? Um, where do they want to travel? And people the the energy of the room every time i do this exercise and yeah. i know john you love doing this too the energy just it starts off really really 
quiet and then it just starts elevating, elevating, elevating as they find more and more in common activities. And that's the, the key to community is finding a commonality, something that you all say, I stand for that. I value that. And having a community means that all of those angst that we talked about at the beginning, you know, mental health, feeling alone, you know, especially for people that have immigrated from another country, you're not phoning home and saying, oh, I'm really lonely. You don't want to stress out your family back there. So you, then you feel even more lonely because you have no one to talk to. So, you know, if you are someone that influences people, this is the time to check in with them. If you are a person that has friends, if you're a person that has family, I guess what I'm talking to every single person out there, this is the time to get curious and to care and to show love because everyone needs that. And I'll tell you, John, this happens every time, right? <laughs> we our heads, we message them, we video message yeah. them, we do something, and we always get the same message back. How did you know I needed to hear that right now? And today is the day that you send those messages. And today is the day because, well, why not? Why not? Yeah. Today? It should be every day. And this is a rule. It's a non-negotiable that both of us have. Uh, but you know, for those of you that this is sort of out of the norm, do that check-in today. Do that check-in with someone. And I'm sure as you're saying this, somebody's thinking about a name right now, right? Okay. So who can I? Oh, okay. I want to reach out to this person. Do it while we're listening as long yeah. as you're not driving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're not driving. Just, you know, even a short little voice note, right? Like I do that all the time. Like I'm, you know, the one thing I love when I'm doing my commutes in the car, you know, wherever I'm going is I will do my voice notes, right? I'll just, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to say it now, but I can activate my phone to just say, hey, take a voice note, send it to this person. And I don't even have to touch anything, which is so cool. You know, <laughs> technology, right? But yeah, I know as soon as they pop into your head, it's because there's a connection, right? There's, you know, there's something called the 12 universal laws. And one of the, the first law is really the divine law of oneness. And we're all connected one way or another. So when that person's popping into your head, it's because they're thinking of you too. Mm. right because actually you saw you've seen it i've seen it and it's like how did you know i was thinking about you right actually diane and i we do that quite a bit when we're going back and forth you know i'll call her and she's like you know i was just about to pick up the phone to call you i'm like well you know it's because we're all connected right all so connected. yeah just you know take the time and just do that reach out you know sometimes the littlest note right can really change somebody's you know emotions how they're feeling and you know, especially going into the holidays, you think it's all about celebration and festivities. And yes, it's about that. But there are people who are feeling really, really sad, like just down in the dumps at this point in the year. Right. And it doesn't take a lot. Right. Yeah. Just, hey, how's it going? It's thinking about how's you. Going? What's going on? How, how's life? Right. And then, you know, at least that'll initiate that conversation. Because you're yeah. not alone. Nobody's alone. Nobody, Nobody has to be alone. Nobody there has to go. be alone. Exactly. Nobody has to be alone. And, and as we're, wow, the universe said <laughs> Somebody's thinking about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is almost perfection in the oh, time. Man. I love it when we forget to turn off our technology before we're <laughs> live recording, John, but that's okay. This is a true example of, you know, we have to stay connected. And, you know, if you're feeling lonely, this is the time to reach out. So I know this is like a public service announcement, but I think it's an important, especially this time of year. And also, you know, if you want to be part of a community, if you want to establish a community that is like-minded and wants to achieve big things, we have the places you need to be. Mm -hmm. And it's next week, next Thursday, 
for our goal setting and reflection workshop. And we're going to be showing you the tips and the, the actual process that we go through ourselves on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis to set ourselves for the best success. But also we don't do this process alone. We do this with as many of you that want to join us because we know the power of community. So this is not just about a moment in time. This is about setting up the success of your entire life. And John, I am so excited about that workshop because we are pulling out some activities that we we haven't shared with our audience yet. We, we do it ourselves, uh, but we've never shared with our audience. So that is super, super exciting. Yeah. And I've just included a link there. So if you want to just pop in and check it out, you register today. Listen, there's it's not going to cost you anything to, to join us on that day. Uh, but we'd love to have you there, right? Because the one thing I'm incredibly, like we're, we're taking what we've done this year. So this is, these are all things that we've put into practice. These are things that we know work because it's gotten us to where we are. Um, but it is going to be different. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. And you might be asking, well, why, you know, how can it be that much different from other workshops? Well, it is going to be different because we're bringing our neuro-linguistic programming into it as part of the exercise we're going to take you through some visualization exercises. We're going to we're going to take you to places that it's going to hit right here. Mm. Right? And when you're working from here, you know, um what, what's the line from Tony Robbins, you know, uh, when you're in your heart, you're smart, when you're in your head, you're dead. Uh, and a lot of times <laughs> a lot of times we operate from our heads. We're thinking about logic, we're thinking about the how. And when you come from your heart, you know, Things are coming intuitively to you. You know the right steps. You don't need to know the how because the vision, the goal is so big and so strong. It's going to take you exactly to where you want to be. And this is why I'm so excited for this workshop because we're going to get into here. Yeah. When we get into here, this kind of will follow, right? And we'll talk about the stick man uh, in the workshop as well. So you're going to get a bit of an, an idea of how this all works, you know, how our mind works, how our body works and how it really impacts the goal that you want to achieve. Am I saying too much? Maybe I should just stop there. No, no, no. It's it's good. It's good because as you're saying it, I'm processing my, like I'm already active. You're activating already in my brain. What is it that is so big? It scares me for 2024 mm. because that is what, what we want to do. We're planting these seeds right now so that you are thinking about it and you're coming prepared on Thursday to declare a goal that scares you, but you're going to say yes anyways, and we will help you get there. That is the most amazing part. No one is alone in this process. Yeah, no one is alone and we're going to guide you through it. And if you, you know, with your permission, we'd love to be your guides as you go through this. I really take 2024 to a whole new level, mm. right? You know, yeah, I can't even, you know, if I, if I, if you told me in January, I'd be sitting here right now doing this, I'd be like, I don't know, but uh, we we did have a vision. You know, our vision impacted a million people, exactly. right? And that's the that's the only vision we've been holding on to. And you know, everything that we step into this year, everything we have stepped into this year, has all been about that. Yeah, and, and that's been the driver for us. So yeah, I'm super excited to bring this to the world and, and share that workshop with everybody. So cool, awesome. So. The, the link is in the the notes. You can go on, connect with us. If you're not on our newsletter, send us a note. We'll get you added as well because we want you to get updates when we have new podcast launches and also all of the workshops. So make sure that you are joining us for everything that is Say Yes in 2024. John, it's time. 
It's time. It's time. Heather, what's our takeaway? Take it home. What's our, our takeaway? takeaway for, for the workshop and to reach out to someone today to tell them that they matter. Yes. Excellent. I love that. I you know, Actually, as soon as I get off this call, I'm going to reach out and talk to somebody who just reached out to me, which is cool. Um, yeah. With that, and thank you for listening into this episode of the Say Yes Movement podcast. Just remember when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one. See you all soon. Take care.